Hello everyone, my name is David Deckel Hills, and this is the Voice of Thunder. Reminding you once again to not let the fear let fear control you. You see, fear can be a pretty powerful thing. It can also it can save you in the terrible situation or a, a dire when you're in dire need, but it can also cripple you when you need to be when your mind needs to be calm. It disturbs you. It makes you worry about things that you really shouldn't be worrying about. The reason why I say all this is because I thought I was going to die earlier this week. And I, <coughs> as you can probably hear, that obviously wasn't the case. I was just a little sick, not like deathly sick or even COVID sick, but I was terrified. I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like, I knew it wasn't COVID, right? But I knew, but I also was like, well, hi, well, hey, man, this is this is a 103 fever. I could be gone. I was flirting with death. If it was a 104, I probably would have been gone. Probably been out of here, but I wasn't. I'm fine. Well, relatively. My throat still is messed up, and it's a little bit weird that I often get sick in a way that messes with my throat, like specifically my throat. It's almost as though life is telling me, hey, I'm not really using this to the full potential. Let me, let me, let me endanger that. Or it's like my powers are revolving around something that I'm going to say or my speaking. And so there are constantly enemies and demons coming after me that target only my throat it's very interesting that way maybe there's someone out there that is targeting me and i have like a voodoo doll and they're just gonna be like ah i got you now wow gone and I, I i get sick Ooh, or maybe there's like a a bad luck thing going on like someone is doing i saw this in a in the show called magicians magicians uh someone basically had endless good luck he would put upon himself and other people good luck and then whenever he did that the bad luck went to somebody maybe that's just what's happening to me i am <coughs> oh my apologies mm, i'm sorry i will definitely edit that down so it's not as bad or in your ear hopefully but yes I am sick again, so I'm not going to be doing too much talking this week. Or even too much of anything. This should be a short episode. I really don't think I'll be random rambling, but I don't know. I've had many, many adventures and journeys. I've lived so many lives in the last week that it's almost staggering. I get lost in thought, thinking of my, just remembering what I've been through. You guys are probably like, what does that even mean? Well, I dreamed a lot. Fever dreams, in fact. 
normally I have a lot of lucid dreams and normally I dream of other worlds and such. But this, this was a lot. There was a lot that happened and I can't ever process it. But I can close my eyes or think back and I can see it. And I remember and I'm there. A friend of mine, the King of Flames, he, uh, he mentioned the concept that when I sleep, I'm a different person. <coughs> I apologize. When I sleep, I'm a different person. And whenever I, um, whenever I wake up, all of that world that that person was on goes away. It disappears entirely until I go back to sleep. That's when that world resumes. And so I'm just living two lives at the same time. I countered this with saying, what if it's a different life every time? The way that I saw it was that I'm seeing other worlds or other versions of myself. But then when I wake up, that entire world, that reality dies, essentially. It only lives when it's connected to me and my vision of it. But I feel like that's a little bit conceited. There can't, surely there aren't entire realities based upon whether, I'm, whether or not I'm awake. But this is not the time nor the episode to talk about that. Today I'm going to be reading uh, the first chapter of a book. And that's it. I might not even get through the entire chapter depending on how my voice holds up or not. But uh, I still wanted to record a podcast episode for today. I've already gone super far in. So let's just get right into it. I've already gone on long enough. So let's just get right into it. So, the book that I'm going to be reading from today is called The Unspoken Rules, Secrets to Starting Off Your Career, Starting Your Career Off Right, by Gorik Ng, 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 I think it's just Ng, Gorik Ng, that's an interesting name. It's from the Harvard Business Review Press, though, so it's obviously important. I have no idea where I got this book from. I hope it's not bad. Well, surely it's going to be good, but by bad, I mean, like, really boring and hard to get through. I know that a lot of these guidebooks are sometimes a little bit difficult of reads, but I'm pretty sure there's some good information in here. Maybe I can read the introductions. Yeah, if I re- I think I can get through the introduction today. But I don't I don't know that I'll be reading everything. I don't think that's legal. Then again, nobody really listens to or hears the or hears these. So, I'm not sure how relevant that is. But I I don't know. I don't think anybody really listens to these and these don't really have a large spread, but even still, I feel like that might not be legal. I, I really have no idea. 
Because wouldn't that be the same thing as an audiobook? I, not really. It's not a distribution of what they recorded, but then technically I'm distributing the book virtually. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. But for now, I'm just going to read the introduction. I'm pretty sure I'm able to do that. I've said the name, the unspoken rule, and it also says secrets to starting your career off right. I'm not really sure which one is the title. <coughs> which one is the title? I'm pretty sure it's called the unspoken rule. Anyways, I've talked long enough. Time for me to talk a little bit more. <laughs> or read a little bit more. I hit my mic. I hope you guys didn't really hear that. Oh, oh. Now here's a test. Is Can you hear this differently than you hear this? Let me know. Or, well, I don't think you guys are going to... No, I'm just, I don't know. All right. Below are the spoke <laughs> Below are the unspoken rules of starting your career off right. They are not complete, however, without the secrets that will help you live by that will listen. They are not complete, however, without the secret. They are not complete, however, without the secrets that will help you live by... They are not complete, however, without the secrets that will help you live by them. In the rest of the book... In the rest of the book, we will discuss how to align your behavior with these rules so that you can be successful and make an impact. Keep the rules in mind as you read this book. Treat them like a pair of lenses you put on to analyze and navigate the world. Oh boy. Reject, embrace, or bend the rules. Figure out which rules make sense or don't, are worth questioning or aren't, or compromise your values or don't. Hmm. Then decide for yourself whether and when you should reject, embrace, or bend the rules. Be aware of the difference between what's right and what aligns with your manager's preferences. Learn when a piece of feedback is productive and should be accepted, and when it isn't and should be discreetly ignored. Find allies. See the big picture. When joining a new team, research what the team does, what, it, what its objectives are, whom it serves, and what it's been up to recently. Who its competitors are, Who's the, who the most important people are, and how your role will help the team and organization achieve their goals. When taking on a new assignment, understand the broader. When taking on a new when taking on a new assignment, understand the broader objective, what success looks like, and how your work fits into the bigger picture. Into the big picture. Stay up to date with what's happening in your team company, and industry. Do and show your homework. When you have a question, avoid immediately pulling others aside. Look through your emails and files and search online first. If you can't find the answer, bundle and escalate. Bundle up your questions and then, a then ask a co-worker at your level for help, followed by the next most junior or relevant person, and so forth. 
Explain where your question is coming from and share what you've done to figure things out yourself. Share what you know before asking what you don't know. I really should have read this book when I started at this job. I'm three reasons in, or I'm three, I'm three of these in, and I'm just like, man, I learned these just now on the project. Of course, I probably should have known them going in, but I feel like this is really helpful. This would have been really helpful had I read it, but instead it collected dust on the shelf. So now I'm going to read it in hopes that I can extract greater knowledge. All right, let's continue. Think like an owner. Imagine that you own the entire project and don't have anyone to go to for help. I'm going to change positioning because I don't know how well you guys can hear me from that angle. Uh, what would you do to solve the problem? Imagine you are in charge of your company. How would you help it achieve its goals? Be proactive. Is no one saying hello? Then say hello. Is no one sharing information? Then ask for information. Is no one giving you work? Then ask them for work. Give others something to react to. Bring solutions, not problems. Take control of your career. It's not easy. When you're new to a team or project, people expect you to ask questions, learner mode. Over time, people expect you to know what's going on and to make thoughtful contributions, leader mode. Know if you are in learner mode or leader mode and act accordingly. Treat any questions not as a yes or no question, but as a yes question. Always have a question or point of view. When in doubt, ask, how can I be helpful? Ah, see, hmm, I literally never could come up with questions. I would try to think like my hardest and I would just be like, ah, well, I don't really have any because I would be wasting time. I would be like sitting there for several minutes, but that would have been good. How can I be helpful to this end? That might have been, again, uh, dang. Uh, know your internal and external narratives. Know why you do what you do. When introducing yourself, talk about your past, present, and future. Share what you've done, what you're working on, and if relevant, what you're trying to achieve. Consider framing your personal story as a hero's journey. What sparked your interest, what you've done, what brings you here today, and what you hope to achieve. When giving a status update, talk about what you've done, followed by what you will have to do. For what you followed by what you still have to do. Know your context and your audience. Are you more extroverted or introverted? More wait, know your context and your audience. Are you more extroverted or introverted? More experienced or less? In the majority or the minority? Be mindful of and manage the biases that others may have toward you. And know your audience. What concepts are they familiar or unfamiliar with? How do they like to learn new? How do they like to learn new information? What do they want to hear? When speaking or writing, personalize your message to your listener or reader. 
find the most appropriate person at the t- find the most hmm find the most appropriate person at the most appropriate time mirror others in in oh in unfamiliar settings i wonder if i'm going to keep all of these uh stab, stammers in so that you guys can see the progress of me stuttering all the time when i read versus me <coughs> Versus me coughing, yes. And that's exactly where I was going with it. Versus me being able to read fluently and professionally like a boss and then being able to just narrate all the time. In unfamiliar settings, compare how you come across and how others come across. Find people you respect and can relate to. Observe how they behave, dress, write, and speak. And adopt elements that are authentic to you. Mirror the urgency and seriousness of the people you're working with. Show more urgency and seriousness when interacting with someone who has leverage over you. When in doubt, let others go first. I'm just checking the uh, volume level. Manage your in- manage your intent and impact. When interacting with others, understand that your intent, how you mean to come across, may not be the same as your impact, how you actually come across. Clarify what people can interpret can whoop, clarify what people can misinterpret about you. Explain any behavior or actions that can be seen in a negative light to prevent others from assuming the worst. If your intent can be interpreted in multiple ways, don't rely on emails or instant text messages. Don't rely on emails or instant messages. Opt for conversation instead. Yeah, I might be nearing my end. Send the right signals. Be intentional intentional about what others can see, hear, smell, and feel from you. Be mindful of cultural norms around eye contact, smiling, responding, promptly, wait, Be mindful of cultural norms around eye contact, smiling, responding promptly, and single-tasking. When others give you instructions or advice, take notes in front of them. Do what you say, do what you say you will do, or proactively explain yourself. What? Do what you say you will do, or, or proactively explain yourself. Be mindful of when you... But mindful, be mindful of when and how you arrive. Speak up, send emails, and ask for help. When in doubt, show up early. Think multiple steps ahead. Learn what your manager might ask of you and have it ready. Know what your issues, what? Know what issues your manager might face and offer a solution. Hmm? Before submitting your work and in or Entering a meeting, brainstorm what you might be asked and have a response ready. When making decisions, consider the second or third order implications. When others tell you to do something, think multiple steps ahead. Do their directions make sense? Might their idea cause issues for others? All right, so I think we're going to stop there before I literally just collapse.
this book is really helpful. Uh, again, as I stated up top, it's for people starting off their career. Uh, and maybe even not a career, but just in a professional setting. I feel like all of these rules can apply to. Uh, I am in such a setting. And so as a result, I feel that this is extremely important to just to at least me and anyone else in my situation. I don't remember where I got this book. I might have gotten it from the onboarding staff, which means I'm a little bit upset that I did not read it. Because that means that I, I they literally said, hey, look. Read this. You'll be before you before you start working. And I was like, okay, forgot the book existed. That just goes to show you use all the tools that you have at your disposal. That's probably one of the rules inside there as well. But you often have all the things that you need to be successful. You just have to search and examine what you have. Think about all the possible uses that these things are for. That's all the stamina that I have for today. You've been listening to the voice of thunder. Kind of like the voice. Of, maybe it's the voice of clouds today, though. I'm David Deckel Hills. Thank you so much for listening. Now that was that was kind of that's kind of low. I don't know. I don't know if that. Nah, 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 nah. <clears throat> I'm gonna try. You've been listening to the Voice of Thunder. I'm David Deckel Hills. Oh, too loud, too loud. You've been listening to the Voice of Thunder. I'm David Deckel Hills. Thank you so much for listening. There we go. <laughs> yeah.